Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hulu Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and life is meaningless. <laughs> uh, I'm Alonzo, and I could have been watching Feud this whole time. And this is the Tech, Tech the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Tech the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Oh, boy. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Before the haters, and by haters, I mean anyone from my family reaches out, (laughs) life is not meaningless. It was a bit we did for for this particular episode of Deck the Hallmark where our monitor's not working, things are going wrong, our pet's heads are falling off, and we're covering... What? Meet me under... Our pet's heads are falling off is is a quote from Dumb and Dumber. Did you not know that? No, I haven't seen that film, and I was so concerned that I missed something. <laughs> I was a little worried, too, frankly, and I, I, I didn't recognize that quote, even though a friend of mine co-wrote Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Man, our pet's heads are falling off as they collect. I wish Brian was here. He'd have appreciated that. Uh, oh, there's a first time for everything. Where's <laughs> <laughs> Where Brian when you need him? I've said it for years. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Brian, love you, buddy. Uh, um, man, man. Well, I'm happy that your pets' heads are all still yeah. intact. That's really great. Yeah. As far yes. as I know, mine are as well, place. which is great. Uh, Alonzo, how are you? Whoo! Uh, well, uh, having a rainy day, which is you know, oh, wow. I heard about uh, that. Yeah, calendar marking material here in Southern California. So I got the ring light on. I hope I don't look too crazy. Uh, we can According see you, us, and you, you look, look great. great. Yes. Oh, excellent! Uh, uh, you've actually never looked better, if you can believe it or not. <laughs> uh, if you have Philo TV, slash dth, you can see more of this episode than Brand and I can see. <laughs> I actually can't wait to catch this one on Philo. Yeah, it's going to be good. I'm going to be able to catch It's going to be great. I like watching all of them on Philo. Uh, yeah, this is the voice of doom. <laughs> yeah. I, and uh, for the, now that we're talking about Philo, uh, it's a good time to remind people that if you go to the guide, we have our channel. You just oh, click on it, yeah. and then episodes just play. They Roll just play all day, long. all day long, which is a lot of fun, and yeah. it's what we do here in the office. We have that going in the in the lobby, kitchen What uh, I'm going to do with this episode is... I'm <laughs> what do we call that area? It's the break room. Uh, what is it? We called it a break room yes. once, and Dan made fun of me. It's the waiting room, break room, lobby, kitchen, first kitchen, room, lobby. Foyer. I will say it's, it's a, not a foyer elevator repair a stove, room. Right? It's a kitchen. Yeah. It's, the least it is is a kitchen, even though the most that it is is a kitchen like the majority of the area is a kitchen but it is used the least it is the is least a kitchen, amount. even though the most it is is a kitchen that is a brand think, great original <laughs> what i well, the amount of food in know. there would say kitchen yeah there is a ton of food there's silverware food a dishwasher food anywhere a sink though. an oven and, and a microwave what other tenant wanted the kitchen that is what the public walks into? Who else was going to rent that space if not y'all? Well, it was actually a part of a bigger space, and they were like, we could put up a wall here if you're willing to go through this door. And we were like, sure. Kitchen first, count us in. That's right. Yeah, I said, food, as long as there's a stove. That's right. Yeah, I, get the, I don't want to see a fire code anywhere near this building. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> That's why it's good to rent. Guys. All that to say is, is if you have a lobby, kitchen, break room, seating area, call us, and you ha- also have a TV in there. If you could put Philo on and do DTH yes, all please. day, uh, let the people know that yeah. DTH is available. Yeah, that's. I mean, that that'd be the best word of mouth. Y'all are a is. whole channel. It's that's kind right. of amazing. Yes. That's right. Yes. Um, yeah. 
Bran, you cannot see the chat today due to some technical difficulties, but Holly would like to remind you that it is our Pop-Tart closet. Yes. So that oh, is, yeah. that is the main function of that room. Pop Tart O'Clock doesn't exist without that room. Well, no, I might. You would bring them in here. Right? I would Pop find Tart's a way. A shelter. You, you, yeah. you, you find a way to Pop Tart O'Clock. Yeah. Um, I would say the refrigerator is the most important thing in there, but if the Pop, Pop Tarts could be close second. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Pop-Tart is, I've, I've, I've opened that fridge. It's nothing but but Reese's and seltzer. Yeah, yeah. And as, it, as God intended. The table, <laughs> though, that we sit at. All the time. To eat, we take lunch. Yes, all the time. Because back here, this is the war room. You know, yes. this is where we get just like, we're grinding. <laughs> we and never we go out there we to take a break and go, whew, what a day. We would never eat at this table. We would never eat at this table. No. This is oh, the podcast No. Because Some that's the thing. Like once you start eating at the podcast table, then you start podcasting at the, at the yeah, eating, eating table. table. <laughs> it's a whole mess. You got to leave your work at work. Yeah, I, I, you right. have to create Listen, boundaries. Cool. And once you start eating wings, this job man will eat you alive if you're not careful. That's exactly right. <laughs> Just like I'll eat wings, not at this table. Alive. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys want to talk about meet me under the mistletoe? No. Oh, why not? Uh, <laughs> Originally aired on the Hulu, uh, December 9th, 2023, and it went a little something like this. Uh, Eva, is that her name? Or Ava. Eva is a realtor that works out of an office with more Christmas trees per capita than a Home Depot at Christmas time. There's this rival realtor named Jeff, and they're constantly competing to see who can sell more, who can make more commission, who can be more annoying. It is a thing that they do. So um, when this couple walks in and say, hey, we, uh, you know us, we're the botanist. Uh, We want to sell our house. uh, they they start drooling. They're like, I would be perfect for this. And she says, I would be perfect for this. He says, I would be perfect for it. And so they say, we're going to think about it. We're going to we're gonna uh, kind of figure out who do we believe is going to be the best person to help us sell our house. And they come back the next day and they say, hey, we got something we want to throw, throw your way. What if... You two partner up. What if you two, because you know the, uh, Jeff, you know the area. Uh, Eva, you are uh, uh, just awesome in every way. And so the two of you, I think, would really be a dynamite uh, duo that would help sell our house and get us the most. Uh, But we have to sell it before Christmas. That's the big thing here. Um, For the reason that we all remember. Uh, So... uh, they uh, they go, all right, well, here we go. So the next day, they start hanging out. They go to the house. They decide there's not nearly enough Christmas in this house. So they add more Christmas to the house. And then they start hanging out even more. They're going to Christmas festivals and whatnot. They're kind of hitting it off now. And uh, that's nice. So she opens up about writing and how she has this thing that she's been working on and blah, blah, blah. Join the club, pal. Um, and then he opens up about past loves and all of that and so they're really a kinship has been formed they uh, they find a buyer for the house and last minute jeff goes it's not the right buyer <laughs> this is not right i if i can feel it and uh, i think he did this because he wasn't ready to stop working so closely with uh, Eva and even she was confused at it. She's like, you didn't even run this by me. Speaking of not running things by her, he uh, steals her book 
uh, just takes it straight up. And uh, he's like, it is not what it seems like. And she says, well, seems here with the receipt that's in this that you made, you scanned the entire book. And he says, I did do that. Yes, I did. And she says, well, then it is what I thought it was. So, oh, thank you. Um, but it turns out that it uh, there's a little bit more to it. He actually did all that so that he could uh, get a print, make a printed, bounded version of the book. I think it's just bound. Bounded. <laughs> A printed, bounded version. Uh, he bounded with the version. Bound. To bound it. He bound. Did it. <laughs> um, and because, uh, uh, hey, I'm your secret Santa. Here's the secret Santa. Yours. Got him. Uh, they realize now more than ever that they like each other. They are spending even more time at the festival of Christmas. Um, a side storyline here, and you, I guess it's a side. I mean, it's part of the title, so it's worth talking about. Um, the people that are selling the house, botanist, you know him, you yeah, love plants. them. Um, <laughs> they have this mistletoe stand at the Christmas fair, Christmas fair every year, and there's Christmas this fear. Christmas fear, and there is a a bit of a lore that if you get mistletoe from her and you kiss under it, then you're going to get married, basically. And so um, they're moving, so who's going to take that over? Uh, Eva has a niece that lives with her, and she's like, hey, you should let her do it. She's really good with plants. She's 18. She's 18. She's super cool, super, super neat. Uh, she's graduating this spring. It's going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, they agree to that, so yay for them. And um, they, she then gives him a gift of sketchbook because he likes to sketch. And um, they are so happy with each other, and they end up kissing. And that, my friends, was Meet Me Under the Mistletoe. We did it. Did I miss anything? Nothing. Airtight there. That was that that is printed and bounded. Thank you. <laughs> Print that, bound did that. Uh let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk more. Meet me under the mistletoe here on Deck the Hallmark. Welcome back, friends, family. Strangers. Uh, this is Dag the Hallmark. We're talking Meet Me Under the Mistletoe, uh, the 2023 Hulu classic that we all knew about and unfortunately <laughs> missed um, until now. Let's break this movie down. We're going to start with a hot take. We're going to share exactly how we felt about this movie. I'll start with you, Alonzo. Alonzo, what did you think of Meet Me Under the Mistletoe? You know, there are some times where I feel like the English language doesn't quite give you the tools required to communicate the depth of the feeling inspired by a work such as this. And so I'm tempted to review it entirely in um, keening and wailing. So just be like... But if I had to articulate it, I would just say, oh, my God, this movie is so terrible. Um, it's like it's like if they, somebody thought that Hallmark movies were too edgy and needed to be more pleasant uh, because, like, there's no conflict. There's hardly any, like, rough edges to this. It's just, like, white 
pudding uh, the whole time and, and lit like it was in a surgery theater. And it, yeah, this was this is one of the worst I've ever seen. Like it makes you appreciate the relative personality of something like Christmas in Carolina, which is at least <laughs> yeah. weird. Has its charms. You know? Yeah. But like this is such manufactured Nothing. This is such unflavored gelatin. I, I, I couldn't believe I was watching it. I need to set... I think context matters. Um, middle of the night last night, my youngest comes in. He is uh, going through some growing pains. His leg was hurting, and he wanted me to know that. In the process of doing that, he slams his door, which wakes his older brother up. They're both up for a little bit. I finally get him to go to sleep, and they both wake up around 5 o'clock ready to party. <laughs> In the morning. And so then I come in and I go, good, Christmas movie, let's go. And I say all that to say this. No amount of sleep would have made this a more enjoyable experience. I don't like it. It bummed me out. The most exciting thing about this movie is finding out that the lead was from New Zealand because oh, finally something man. makes sense. Um, and I just... You know, you do this. I love the movies. I and I always say, like, hey, a uh, uh, a bad Christmas movie is better for me a personally than like course, than like yeah. a, a summer movie or like I, the Chris, Christmas can cover a multitude of sins. And this movie put that to the test more than any <laughs> other movie we've seen doing this show over the past six years. Because per capita, this movie will not let you forget that it's Christmas because of so many trees raised lights etc and i am for the first time ever in my career i am starting to doubt that uh theory that i have that christmas covers a multitude of sins because i'm starting to think that maybe it can also be a sin um so i have a lot to think through i have a lot to pray about and um so that was that was uh that that's that's meet me under the mistletoe and i apologize to Anybody who made this movie that's listening to this, because I don't think it's about to get better. Dan, this movie's a hate crime. <laughs> uh, I should have to give you my permission before you show me that much Christmas in a single frame. Brandon Gray, Mr. Christmas himself, looked at me and he goes, is this how you feel most of the time? It was like for the first time, Bran had learned what empathy was. <laughs> <laughs> this is the equivalent of like when the, the, your your parents catch you smoking a cigarette and they make you smoke the whole pack. That's right. That's this exactly what this pack is. Of Christmas. This movie. Give me a whole pack of cigarettes, this movie man. Sucks out loud. It is so bad that they take <sighs> character actor extraordinaire Erica Tovley, love who him. we love. He had two of the best supporting performances I've ever seen in a TV movie during last Christmas season, and they make him just play a straight-down-the-middle, just regular old khaki-pants white dude. And that is like giving Christopher Walken an accent. Like, why would you do that? Why would you take away this guy being the best? The movie has zero charm, uh, zero crisis, 
zero ups and downs. It is just 84 minutes of please, dear God, make it stop. The cri- the crisis is, you. yes, you did steal her book. Yes. Like, that's it. Well, I mean, you're talking about a movie where two realtors who are each so successful are basically asked to split a commission. <laughs> and it's like, that's the premises. These two people are polar opposites. What if they have to work together? Why do they have to work together? For half the money they'd make just selling a different house by themselves. That's why. What? Oh, but don't forget, don't forget the cutthroat competition to become realtor of the year, which we then saw by making them tie. That's right. Yeah, yeah. There is nothing. Nothing in this movie adds up to anything. Like Chuck Palinhuk could have wrote this. Like the, 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 there is so much nihilism, nihilism in this film. To, it's enough to last oh. a lifetime. Uh, uh, you know who that Chuck Palin? Am I saying that right, Chuck Palin? He's the guy on MSNBC. Poloniak. Poloniak. Thank you, Chuck Poloniak. He wrote Fight Club and some other okay. fun nihilist. Who's work. the Chuck on MSNBC? Chuck Todd. Ah. But he's not there anymore. I don't think I could be wrong. Rest in peace. Obviously, no, 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 <laughs> no. Not this, dead, just pointless. This movie, though. <laughs> this movie, though. I like this movie. To quote Alonzo, not rest in peace, but dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's time for all the feels we're talking about whether this movie gave us those feels Alonzo oh come on <laughs> I, I will I will give them this this they at least tried to have a reason why there was a business Christmas deadline and that was because they were moving to Stanford they had a house there they liked they couldn't buy that house till they sold this house so there was at least a little bit of a reason does that mean that two people with a with a quickly impending Christmas deadline spend more than half of their time making cookies and going to Christmas carnivals uh, you bet they do <laughs> that's all I got yeah I mean I I'm I'm like impressed that someone finally did it in regards to even too many decorations for me, like to the point to where it's distracting. There are multiple scenes in this movie where I'm just, I'm just counting wreaths. That's, that's (laughs) what I'm doing. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that it finally, I didn't, I honestly didn't think that it was, you it's always you you try to learn something every day at least i do and i learned today that it is possible yeah and so that's good you can't have too much of a good thing you You can can, in fact more on that in the white what i'm sure we'll get to it we'll mention it in literally every segment uh the woman that's trying to sell her house who's a botanist has this thing that's really successful called paint and plant where they paint you paint something and you learn about plants i think is how that's supposed to go and i just need to note since it's the field segment that idea is my personal nightmare um i i am i am such not an artist like i'm so bad drawing things painting things i i'm so terrible at it and the idea that i have to paint something while you educate me on plants is it is literally lower than the seventh circle of hell i just and i know that it's for someone 
That's why it's in my feels. It's because in the way what, it makes it sound like somebody doesn't want to paint and learn about plants. I know you're out there. Yeah, I mean, I mean my wife would probably like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I know it's I know she it's loves me, plants. But you need to know, I don't get anxious in a lot in a lot of ways. I was anxious just thinking about being stuck in a place where I have to paint and learn about plants. I so just, Bram, Bramble Fest 2024, we're going to have a little uh, oh, paint education session. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the old paint and plant. Oh my goodness. This was brutal. What if it's instead of paint and plant, it's uh, food and fiddle leaves. You get to eat while learning What's about the plants. Fiddle leaves that's, a, that's a plant. Okay. That's a plant. Yeah. Um, is it the paint? Food that? and photosynthesis. Okay. You like that? Um, I am. I mean, is it the painting? It's better. Okay. It's better, but I still like, you know, would pass probably. Okay. Yeah. Even for the free food. Like whenever I see those places that do the paint and wine, like yeah. the, 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 the paint and I don't yeah, know. That was really big there for a while. Yeah. For a while there, everybody did the paint and wine. Like I get how people want to go and do that. I, yeah. That still is like no for me. But but you've combined paint with I mean I like drinking wine you you've combined you've combined paint with what if you're learning about the War of eighteen twelve and painting you know <laughs> yeah if it's a history lecture I'm still out because I don't want to paint and learn something <laughs> yeah 100 uh, let's take a quick break we'll come back with the wait what and the um uh, hello <laughs> who hello, who left this movie on the air here I take that. We're back. Hey again, stranger. <laughs> How are you? I hope you're doing well. Uh, it's time to get to the wait what's of this movie. We were talking about what in the movie made us stop while we were watching it and go, wait, what? I don't have anything, so you guys go ahead. Alonzo, <laughs> Alonzo, go ahead. Tight. Um, yeah, in the first five minutes, I wrote, I hate these people and wish happiness on neither of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just so immediately established as just uh, so irritating. It is in so, so interesting ways. that they thought that 10 minutes of rival uh, realtors bickering was enough. Would, yeah. would, would, would draw us in, yes. would, would make us go. Finally, I'm invested in this relationship. Yes, especially when that ten minutes is is chock full of a bunch of no one selling houses. <laughs> like it's not like it's ten minutes where they're like, "I'm selling a house, you're selling a house." We're but no, 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 nobody ever does it. Yeah. I they say the, they I did the it, Glenn but... Gary, Glenn Ross people to come in and show them how it's done. You know, <laughs> uh, it, let's unpack the holiday flair in this movie. Oh. Which, uh, somebody had to do a lot of unpacking. The, okay, we open <laughs> in the real estate office. There are 14 trees. Yeah. Uh, like, Brand's right. You you wind up pausing and counting because you can't believe what you're seeing. If you we, think that Alonzo is doing a bit when he says 14, I have in the realty office at a whole no less than two dozen trees. Yeah. If you include the outside of the building, no That's less true. than two dozen Christmas trees in a realty office. <laughs> Wowzers. Yeah, this is like if Balsam Hill had a brick and mortar showroom. <laughs> like and they had them all out. Not not all the models, everything they've ever made out. You know, it's crazy. Uh the our Ava's house has five wreaths outside. That's right. That's right. And three more trees outside correct this is parody level there is this is there's a point where we're ava's in her kitchen 
and there appears to be a backup wreath ready to go. Oh, like, yeah. There appears there's a wreath on the cabinet, and there's one below it underneath uh, there that she could pop up if she needed to. And, and, and I felt like like the stove was covered with garlic. Yeah. It's like, yeah all, I mean, this is the thing that I see all the time where people have these decorated kitchens. I'm thinking grease splatters, people. Yeah. Like, you do not have this many uh, ob- hanging objects near where you do the food prep because they're no. all going to get super gross but no no one's using the kitchens in these movies ever they're just if they're just stations for more garlands um <laughs> that's garland for you th- that is garland for you <laughs> okay this guy is so inept and so uh used to having a friend who's a handyman come help him things that he does not know how to turn something on and off in the fuse box oh my gosh <laughs> I could do that when I was five years old. Like this is not rocket science. This is not electrical engineering. This is literally there's a literal switch. And especially for someone who's just around houses all the time. Right? Like that's a that's a tool you guys, even I, even I know how to do that. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. Like, like that. That's that. Like that. That old Seinfeld joke about you know people who don't know cars looking under the hood like there's going to be a giant on-off switch. That's what's there. <laughs> yes, it's, it's an actual on-off switch. On-off switch. That's it. That's and if you're not you sure which one, you can just hit the bottom one, and it resets everything. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Uh, if somebody took a manuscript of mine and published it without letting me do a final edit on it, mm. uh, I would murder that person and no jury of writers would ever convict me. That's like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't care that it's already been out to publishers, whatever. Every writer wants one last pass at things to fix it. And then when he does steal her book and get it published in an edition of one, <laughs> Is that a store or a library? Oh, my gosh. I was never clear on that. Mm. Because when she's going with the niece, the niece is getting the big handful of books about stuff. I thought, okay, library, clearly. Like, they've got those (laughs) big, tall racks and shelves and stuff. But then later, he's like, but, oh, I just thought you wanted to see it out in a store. I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah, I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. So that's... They don't know the difference between a biblioteca and a libreria in this movie. Um, Time out. Those and are, then <laughs> this is a thing that I also see in a lot of these movies, but it really jumped out of me here, which is, you know, the big final party where everybody's all dressed up and they get like the, 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 the lead couple is going to make big, sexy eyes at us. That dude is wearing a shirt that does not fit. Yep. Yeah, yep. the, the neck and the collar and yeah. the tie. It looks like he the sleeve should just come down to here and he should have clown shoes on. It's ridiculous. It looks like when I used to have uh, to chaperone the homecoming dance at, at school and you see like eighth and ninth grade dudes who've never put on any sort of dress shirt. Right. Just borrowed one from their dad. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then again, entire movie lit like surgical theater. It was <laughs> so bright, blindingly bright. Just. Like this movie wasn't Caucasian enough. The whiteness oh. just like leaps off of the screen. And you know what? I did not even remember where I had seen uh, Eric uh, Atavle, and now I'm mad again. Yes, yeah. because yes, he he's so great in uh, in in Santa Summit, Holiday Hotline, Holiday Hotline, yeah. and and he. The, uh, and I, I mean, it is the highest of definitions in this movie. It really is. Like, they are just, it's something. It's 8K? I don't know. <laughs> 16K, maybe. Um, 
Guys, these are two successful realtors that are agreeing to split a commission. Yeah. They just, they like, it just isn't worth the time and it It isn't worth the energy. It also doesn't help you win realtor of the year. It does not. It does not. You are both right there. Split C's on it. Let's go daisies. There's no reason to do it unless you're into the other realtor. Uh, at one point, they are drinking what they say is cider, okay. even though it is clearly lemonade with an apple in it. It is the most <laughs> yellow cider I've ever seen. Um, at one point, the lead says, um, we've got, uh, we're talking about open houses, he says open homes, yeah, which um, uh, I'd never heard that term before. I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or whatever. We call them open houses. Yes. This guy's over here like open homes, which sounds like a burglarer like field day. <laughs> a burglarer. Um, a burglarer field day. A burglarer. Uh, yes. A bounded um, burglar. Yes. All they mine. do a photo shoot thing <laughs> and they put the beards like so high up it's just ridiculous i understand that you've not ever had a beard if in this movie lady but you would know that the beard goes under your nose exactly right uh i just for some reason it made me laugh when she pulled out this plant that she got for her niece and then just says like don't touch it i'm putting it in the sink it was just like a weird i got this (laughs) don't don't touch it um and last but not least this guy literally says yeah i may have uh pulled an all-nighter and printed and bound this by hand <laughs> stop it. what you you printed and bound that book by hand congratulations by, Johann Gutenberg. by hand <laughs> I I just it was amazing an amazing amazing job Dano uh, I know that you think we couldn't possibly talk more about Christmas decorations but <laughs> still a little meat left on that bone if you can believe it uh, they they're in her kitchen aside from garland around all the cooking services and wreaths everywhere if you walk right outside it in between three wreaths are two pictures of wreaths <laughs> there there are pictures of wreaths. I did it also is, notice there is, after the fact holiday art in her living room, which I'm like, is it are they all year? Like, who I, knows? Yeah. They are they are wreaths, and I don't know if you know this, it's, they're wreaths inside an ornament. A ball ornament. That's yeah. the painting. It is like, uh, look, at one point in this movie, these two realtors go to this house that is immaculate, by the way. It is like easy to sell, and we act like it's this insurmountable challenge. The house is decorated more for Christmas than any Hallmark movie I've seen in the last two years already. And the the thing that they pitch to this couple that will help them sell it is, what if we decorate it for Christmas? <laughs> what if... Now, I know you got a tree in each corner of the living room, but what if we really did it up? What if we took it to the next level? What if, I know you think your house is decorated for Christmas. It ain't. And then last but not least, on, kitchen. there's two more. There is a Christmas fair. There's a Christmas fair in this movie where there are two... They're called different things, but they're basically both wreath stores right next to each other. Like what? This town clearly needs them. <laughs> needs the wreaths. They can't keep it's a up. Supply demand Dude, thing. You know. She goes to get more decorations for this house, and she buys ten wreaths at the open air market. And that guy packs her wreaths up in a box with Christmas wrapping on it. 
Mm. Like th- this movie is, it takes the cake. If you think there's no such thing as too much Christmas, still after hearing Brand, uh. go watch the movie. And then, <laughs> and then this movie. You know, 70 minutes into its 83-minute runtime has the audacity to have a tree lighting ceremony. <laughs> have you lost your ever-loving mind? <laughs> to, 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 to launch the start of the festival, been which they've on. been to three times already. <laughs> there, is, there is a cavalcade of Christmas trees in this movie uh, that, 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 out, that outnumber the stars in the sky, and they think they're going to pause and do a Christmas tree lighting? With Only 15, one? Only yeah. one tree? What, are, with, what kind of pikers are you? With 15 There's minutes so long. many Christmas trees in this movie, even God lost count. Yeah. He's like, yeah. sands, no problem. Dude. Stars, no problem. Even, These trees. Even Kirk Cameron was like, I can't. Well, let's look back on that one. Yeah, yeah. Kirk Cameron was like, can we back off on Christmas a little bit? I I, I just, I, cu- I, couldn't be- I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Know when to say when. Uh, <laughs> uh, Erica Tubley's character is a home inspector, and he's a professional home inspector, and they meet him outside of this house they're trying to sell. And I'm pretty sure that his SUV is supposed to have superimposed a logo on it for his home inspection company. The reason I'm pretty sure is instead there's a green screen on his SUV. <laughs> Either that or he, someone went in and went, can I get a lime green skin just over the <laughs> middle part of my black <laughs> SUV? It is a wild scene and we could not figure out why it was green there. That's the best I can figure. Oh, um, oopsie. <laughs> She he does take her book, does publish it without her permission. It's by terrible hand. by hand, binds it, bounded it, whatever you want to say. She her big secret Santa gift in return is a blank sketchbook, a blank one, just like a here's a place for drawings. That's how I understand that. Yes, correct. He does that. Great. They exchange secret Santa gifts. And after she gives him her gift. He says this line, which they're now teaching classes in college about. Uh, I already gave you your secret Santa present, but I knew you were going to get me one. So I had to return the favor. <laughs> what? What? I wait, you there. I he, imaginary I, numbers. <laughs> I already I already gave you your secret Santa present. But I knew you were going to get me one. So I had to return the favor. That's what the first thing was, right? I don't. Are we stuck in a time loop here? Oh, my goodness. It's a lather, rinse, repeat situation. And then uh, last. Give a mouse a cookie. Last last but certainly not least, I did write, uh, oh, no, New Zealand uh, down. And. Our leading actor is from New Zealand. And early in the movie, occasionally he would say a word and we'd be like, "Is it, he? did he say Christmas sphere? Christmas sphere. Christmas sphere. And we were like, just an occasional word. And then we looked up that he's from New Zealand. And then we kept watching the movie. And it is like, anytime there's not a hard R, we're just right. Like he's slowly turning into the flight of the Concords. It, it is. If you go back and watch it, you're going to be like, it all makes sense. Now it all makes sense. The guy's from New Zealand. He's got to do an American accent and he's, he's fighting an uphill battle. And it is, that's all I need to say about that. Christmas fear. 
Christmas Eve. Uh, it's time for, uh, what is it called, Alonzo? You're, you're good at this. Uh, Hulu, Hulu Goodbye. Hulu Goodbye. It's where we uh, ask the questions that we'd still you like some goodbye, answers to. I say Hulu. <laughs> uh, Alonzo, what are you still wondering about? Well, it's funny. First of all, I have to jump on the the, the whole New Zealand of it all because Dave White had gone to bed and he had mar- remarked on the trees in the realty office but then i had to i texted him a picture of the reeds in front of her house and he responded with our wreath means death so that's another new zealand connection for you our flag means death reeds darby you know right love Um, it everybody in this movie is so blandly nicey nice that i basically just want to see them all drown in a rainstorm like turkeys you know <laughs> like turkeys are apparently like so legendarily dumb brothers. that they'll just they'll just look up with their mouths open when it rains and drown that way the these characters all seem like they would potentially do that because they are so lacking in any kind of recognizable humanity or uh like coping skills I yeah. I just and you know there's a chance I am misunderstanding this. She has a niece that lives with her. I am 99% sure that niece is a senior in high school uh for a couple of reasons. Um uh, not in college even though she clearly looks like she is college aged. Regardless, am I to under am I correct when I hear that the the town uh, celebrated mistletoe store <laughs> is, is being left to An a senior in high school. Uh, Am I, I, is that? I think so. Correct, Alonzo? Did you get that? that? No, that's absolutely true. Like, and that's okay. what I was. I, I had written that down. Like, yes, the, you. If you, who can you rely on if not a teenage girl um, <laughs> to you know maintain this the, you know hugely important business to the town? It's like and they two didn't relationships. Apparently, it's like the they they didn't know if she was a senior in high school or in college. Like they they also didn't. She know. seems passionate about it. Let's yes. give it to her. Yeah, but it was. Uh, I don't know, man. I I just good for her. Yeah, like that's great. Uh, and I guess she won't be going to college. So why would she? Why would you, you get that job? You've got the mistletoe, yeah. uh, Dana. Right. Uh, mine is also adjacent to the niece. Uh, for the majority of the runtime of this film, life. the niece, all she wants in life, are two tickets to science con, yes. <laughs> and and I just have to. I, I just need to know. What is it? I, you know, Comic-Con is, you know, the niche is small. You're not going to cover everything at Comic-Con, but the niche is small enough for you to know. Guys, science is massive. <laughs> there are so many different sciences. The idea that they all got together and went, will one weekend cover it? Yeah, I think it will. I think I think we can round the bases in one weekend on all of science. And are and are you paying to get selfies and autographs from Neil deGrasse That's Tyson? Right. Like That's what right. exactly is the is it just a TED talk? I but don't know. Either. I waited all day <laughs> to get a picture with the sun and uh I have a final. I have a Carl Sagan rookie card. I do. Ooh. I don't look I don't brag about that, but I do. I I've met Enrico Fermi's great grandson. <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying Narrow it down a little bit, like make it bo- like botany con or something. Sure, science con. I hear Chris Justice is going to be there. So I mean, I just like that is like philosophy con. <laughs> that's like that's like if you just 
if you just had a book con. <laughs> you, it wasn't like fantasy con or sci-fi con. It was like, but if you're a lover of books, we've got a weekend for you. <laughs> could be encyclopedias, could be almanacs, could be young True adult crime. novels. Could be fantasy. Could, could be anything. Book con. I, I just I, one word in that science script con. makes you a lot more credible than science, science con. con. Right. You're gracious. Uh, we did, everybody. Congratulations. Next week, we're heading over to Prime for a movie that uh, Alonzo requested that we review, Merry Little Batman. Oh, yeah. I watched this with my kids. I didn't take any notes. I didn't know we were doing this. <laughs> well, we get to watch it again. We I don't know what weight what's I'm going to have in that movie, but I'm excited you get to watch it, Brian. <laughs> uh, why what the homework's going to be like, what's the deal with Batman? Um, <laughs> we will be back next week. We'll also be back tomorrow with uh, uh, the first of the Jane Austen movies, mm. and I know we're all excited Ooh. about that. Thank Until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep, here they are. Happy day.